look at something today that is a serious, serious topic. Uh, and if you don't believe it's serious, look around. I mean, look around. When have you seen this kind of crowd in, 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 in church in a while? Listen, this is a big deal. This is a big deal. Word got out. Word got out that we, what we're dealing with today. And there's a lot of people that's struggling with this. There's a lot of people that's dealing with this. And we're going to talk about the subject of bullying. Bullying. Today, we're going to try to deal with the bully. And next week, we're going to try to deal with the ones being bullied. And, and what we can do, what we can do, Lord's willing, Lord's willing, if nothing changes, we're going to talk about the number one weapon against bullying, the number one weapon against bullying. Uh, youngins, it's a bazooka. None of these are old enough to know what a bazooka is. Amen. It's a rocket launcher. Amen. All right. All joking aside, we're going to deal with that next week. What, what's the number one weapon? What can we do when we're being bullied? But today, today we want to deal with the subject of the bully himself. Matthew chapter number 26. And we're going to read in verse number six. If you found your spot, say amen. Now, when Jesus was in Bethany in the house of Simon, the leper, there came unto him a woman having an alabaster box of very precious ointment. And poured it on his head as he sat at me. And when his disciples saw it, they had indignation saying, To what purpose is this waste? This ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. When Jesus understood it, he said unto them, Why trouble ye the woman? For she hath wrought a a good work upon me. For ye have the poor always with you, but me ye have not always. For in that she hath poured this ointment on my body, she did it for my burial. Verily I say unto you, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached in the whole world, there shall also this that this woman hath done be told for memorial of her. Now let's look in John chapter number 12. Now, now, uh, young people, uh, many times you'll see the same story in a different gospel and they include different information. So if you read the same story, in the two different gospels, you'll get a clear and a, and a more developed picture of what it was. In other words, you'll get more details. So we're going to read in John and read the same story, but he gives us some more details. Looking in John 12, verse one, if you're there, say amen. amen. Then Jesus, six days before the Passover, came to Bethany where Lazarus was, which had been dead, whom he raised from the dead. There they made him a supper and Martha served, but Lazarus was one of them that sat at the table with him. Then took Mary. See, there's some information we didn't know in Matthew. We, we find out who it was. It was Mary. Mary took a pound of ointment of spikenard very costly and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. Not only did she pour it on his head, she poured it on his feet too. And then look what it says and wiped his feet with her hair. That's a little different. That's, that's a little odd. And the house was filled with the odor of the ointment. Then saith one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot. Now we're going to see who the instigator was. Who started all this? Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, which should betray him. Why was not this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor? This he said, not because he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the bag and bear that was put in. Then said Jesus, let her alone. Everybody say that with me. Ready? Say it again. Leave her alone. Against the day of my bearing has she kept this. 
For the poor always ye have with you, but me ye have not always. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I'm so grateful for these young people in the room tonight. I pray for every single one of them. I pray for the schools they go to. I pray for their teachers. I pray for the administrators. I pray for, uh, Lord, all that they have to deal with and face. Lord, it's one thing to try to get an education and try to learn and to try to uh, work hard to better yourself. And it's a whole other thing when you have to deal with a bully. And Lord, I pray for them. And I only, Lord, I not only pray for the ones that's dealing with a bully, I pray for the one that's tempted to be a bully. Lord, I pray that you'll touch us all today. Give us what we need. Lord, you see, you see how great the need is. You see how full this building is right now. This is a concern. This is a legit plague upon our society today. And God, I pray that you'll help me. Please help me. Give me the words to say. Help me to help them. Lord, I pray. Don't let me forget anything I should. And don't let me say anything I shouldn't. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people say it. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You may be seated. Last week we learned, last week we learned of a sad, sad situation. A young man by the name of Drake Hardman. He was a 12-year-old student from Toole County, Utah. I think we have the pictures there. He was confirmed dead on February the 10th, 2022. Ten days ago this happened. Ten days ago. He died after an unsuccessful suicide attempt. He killed himself in response to bullying from a classmate. Over the course of a year, he was allegedly subjected to widespread bullying, which was led to his death. The evening of Wednesday, he attempted suicide after he missed a basketball game that he had planned, and his sister found him in a near-death state. So she dialed 911 and rushed him to the hospital, but he died in intensive care on Thursday morning. Kennedy Leroy, age 16 was a high school student with Asperger's syndrome who died by suicide after being bullied at school. Daniel Fitzpatrick, 13 years old, ended his life by hanging himself from the attic with a belt after years of relentless bullying while a student at Holy Angels Catholic Academy, a religious school. He wrote a letter about his former friends who did not like him for no reason. How they were bullying and blaming him and his teachers were not doing anything to help him. He ended his life on August the 11th, 2016, two weeks before his 14th birthday. Brandy Vila, age 18, high school senior who died by suicide in November 2016 after years of bullying in person and online by her peers about her weight. According to Brandy's sister Jacqueline, the bullies created dating websites to harass Brandy. They would lie about her age, use her picture and use her cell phone to tell people she has given herself up for sex for free to call her. Brandy shot herself in the chest with a firearm and died at the hospital the following day. After Brandy's death, a couple teenagers were arrested for bullying her. Gabriel Tay, age eight, eight, was a third grade student who died by suicide after being bullied. According to the document, school video footage shows students in the boys' bathrooms knocking Gabriel down. He was unconscious by the time the school faculty came to pick him up and send him to the clinic. When Gabriel returned to school two days later, the bullying continued. He later died of suicide by hanging himself from his bunk bed with a necktie. 
third grade. Gabriella Green, age 12, was a middle school student in Florida who died by suicide after being bullied at school on social media, according to police. The two bullies were also 12 years old, confessed to bullying and stalking Gabriella. When Gabriella told one of the bullies she tried to hang herself, the bully responded, if you're going to do it, just do it. Gabriel's cousin told the police that she slipped a dog leash around her neck and hanged herself in the closet. Andrew Leach, age 12, was a sixth grade student at South Haven Middle School who died of suicide by hanging himself in the garage on March 6, 2018. Andrew was bullied in school after revealing he might be bisexual. The kids at school would go around calling fat and ugly and worthless. One day his classmates followed him to the bathroom and told him, we're going to put hands on you, you're not going to make it out of this bathroom. Mackenzie Adams age nine, nine, a fourth grade student in Alabama who died by suicide by hanging herself in the bathroom after months of relentless bullying from her classmates. Kevin Reese Jr., age 10, fifth grade student in Robinson Elementary School who died by suicide after being relentlessly bullied by his classmates. According to his mother, his classmates wrote on his tablet, kill yourself, you don't belong here. His sister later found his body hanging in a closet. Haley Naylor, age 16, was a high school student who died by suicide jumping off a mall parking garage roof after being bullied at school and online. I've got 10 pages. I've got 10 pages of name after name after name of the same, same scenario. None of these kids, none of these kids wanted to die. They just didn't want to live with the abuse anymore. You say, why are you showing us all of this? Because we got to start talking about it. We got to start dealing with it. It can't be just let, leave it up to the school system. We as parents got to deal with it. And here's what I want to do today. I want to I help you understand that this didn't just start happening. There has been bullying from the beginning of time. There has been bullies since Cain and Abel. There's been bullies all throughout history, all throughout mankind. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is, this is, this is not a new thing. But it has become a pandemic since the invention of social media. Social media has created an environment in a situation where these kids cannot get away. We can't get away. It's everywhere, everywhere. It's given the ability for bullies to bully even when they're not in the proximity of the person. And I want to deal with that today. It's one thing, it's one thing to have bullies out there. Sinners are going to be sinners. But it's another thing when bullies go to church and sit on the same pew beside you. We don't need any bullies. We don't need any bullies. If we're Christians, if we're Christians, we're way different. Church, say amen. Now look at this story. This is a story that we've read today. 
that, that is something that plays out every day. It plays out in every school. It plays out in, in the parks. It plays out in the, in the playgrounds. It, it, it plays the same story. It's everywhere. If you're taking notes, I want you to write this down. We'll, we'll, we'll go through this quick. What do we see in this story? What do we see? First of all, number one, we see someone that's different. We see someone that's different. What happens? Jesus is in this room. Jesus is eating a meal. Uh, he is, he is basically minding his own business. And here comes a woman. Here comes a woman named Mary and she comes and takes a real expensive box of perfume. This was something that they would have and something they would use. It was very, very expensive. And she took it and broke it and poured it on Jesus's head and then pours it on his feet. Really? I think she, she poured it all over him. And when she did that, she got down on her knees and took her hair. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Took her hair and began to wash Jesus's feet and, and, and anoint his feet with her hair. That's weird. That was different. They probably never seen nothing like that before. They probably had never experienced anything like that. Like, what is she doing? This didn't really make sense to a lot of them. She was different. She did something different. She acted different. She behaved different. Now look at me, everybody. Look at me, everybody. All young people, look at me. Every day of your life, you're going to run into somebody that's different. They're different. Listen, this world is full of people that's different. Now, it's got a lot of people that's almost the same. They like the same stuff. They dress the same way. They act the same way. They're in the same sports. They might be in some of the same class. But then you're going to run into somebody that's way different. That doesn't make them bad. That doesn't, that doesn't make them weird. It just makes them different. Different. That different means they may be shorter than everybody else. That different means they may be taller than everybody else. You know, the short person wants to be tall and the tall, tall person wants to be normal height. But you know what? All that I've found in the people that are different, they have feelings too. Some of the difference is they choose to be different. Some of the different is that they were born different. Couldn't do a thing about it. Couldn't do one thing about it. Couldn't, couldn't do a thing about that. Well, I guess you could dye your hair, but you know, you, you, you didn't choose the hair you were born with or without. I'm learning that as I'm losing mine. Whatever, whatever is not turning gray is turning loose on me. But you, you, you don't have a choice in that matter. But they're different. You know, you're going to find some people that are different physically. You're going to find some people that are different mentally. They may not can think exactly like everybody else. And so what happens is, is they become a target. They become a target by the people that, and usually there's always an instigator. So now how many of y'all here today? How many of y'all here today? You know, somebody that's, they're just a little different. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Yeah. A little different. You know, then number two, number two, you find somebody that's mean. 
You find somebody that's mean. What happens? You got a guy named Judas. Say that with me. Say it again. Judas. He says, what is she doing? What a waste. You know what was what did this affect Judas at all? It didn't affect Judas at all, did it? Was it any of Judas's business? No. It wasn't even his business. It didn't have nothing to do with him. This was between Mary and Jesus. But you know what? He felt like he had something to say. What a waste. He was criticizing someone else about something that didn't have nothing to do with him. He's mean. Now, here's what you need to understand about Judas. Here's what you need to understand about Judas. He was being influenced. Do you know what? Do you know what Jesus called Judas? You know what Jesus called Judas? A devil. He said, I've chosen, and this is right in your notes if you're looking at the verse there. He said, I've chosen 12 of you, and one of you is a, he's a devil. He's a devil. Do you realize the devil is the biggest bully there ever was? The devil is the biggest bully there ever was. And any bully that you ever face or you ever have to deal with, or if you're a bully sitting in here tonight, you need to understand you're being influenced by Satan. How do I know? How do I know? Watch what the Bible says about Satan. It says he's an accuser of the brethren. He's an accuser of the brethren. He's constantly criticizing people. He's constantly picking on people. Then it says this, be sober, be sober. That means alert, be aware. This is Peter speaking. Be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the word adversary means enemy. Your adversary, the devil is as a what? Roaring lion. Say it with me. A. How many of y'all have ever seen a lion? Have you ever heard a recording of their roar? It's the, it's, 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 it's. It's the most intimidating. It's the most frightening thing you'd ever hear. I mean, it would make cold chills come down your neck. And the Bible says he's a roaring lion who roameth about seeking whom he may devour, seeking whom he can pick on, seeking whom he can destroy. Now watch this, that roaring, that roar, that's that he does that roaring to intimidate his victim. You know what a bully does? He roars all the time. He runs that mouth to intimidate the victim, to intimidate the one he's picking on. And all he cares about is destroying. Listen, that was Judas. He was like that lion. Jesus himself called him a devil. He picked on the one. He picked on the one that was different. You didn't see him picking on Peter. Peter was a rough, tough fisherman. Peter would cuss him out and whoop him. You you didn't see that. You you didn't see him pick on John. But he picked on someone that was. Come on, everybody. Picked on someone that was different. Different. Someone that probably wouldn't fight back. Probably someone who wouldn't defend themselves. That's a bully. You know, bullying can, can take, take a lot of different forms. Bully, bullying can look, uh, you know, different to a lot of people. And something that, that we may look at, now, now pay attention, young people, watch this. 
something that we may think is funny or maybe not a big deal is really bullying. Now look, there's physical bullying, being pushed, shoved, punched, tripped, spit on, being made to do things they did not want to do, verbal bullying, being the subject of rumors, taunting, being called names, being threatened, receiving offensive notes or gestures. Here's one of the most terrible ones. Relational bullying. Being excluded from activities on purpose. Isolating someone from their peers. Purposely ignoring someone. Intentionally having harming someone's reputation. Posting derogatory comments or embarrassing images in a public space or online. How many of y'all kids, young people, how many of y'all have seen some of this before? Raise your hand. You've seen that. Sad, isn't it? Listen, I want you to look at number three. This is, this is the sad part. We're going to have to deal with bullies. As long as the devil is at work, we're going to have to deal with bullies. They're going to be there. As long as we're living on this planet, there's going to be different people and there's going to be mean people. All right? I need an old person. <clears throat> I mean a seasoned one. <clears throat> I mean one that's been around a while. Brother Melvin, how old are you? Stand right there. That's fine. How old are you? 68, 68 years old. Uh, Brother Melvin, can you remember when you was these guys' age? I want to ask you a question. Was there bullies then? And they're bullies today, aren't there? So as long as the devil's around, there's going to be bullies. Okay? As long as, as people are being born, there's going to be people that are bullies or different. Brother Melvin, was there people different in your day? Yes, yes sir. Okay, now watch this. This is, where, this is where you and I come into the picture. Okay, so what was number one? What was number one? See if you remember. Number one, we see someone that's different. Okay, number two, we see someone that's mean. Someone that's mean. But here's the, here's the one we got to be careful not to be. I, I'm, I'm trusting that none of you guys are bullies. I'm hoping you're not. I'm praying you're not. And if you are, I pray that you'll repent. I pray that you'll repent. If you're picking on people that's different, if you're talking about people that's different, please stop. That's Satan. You're you're being influenced by Satan. Stop. But here's the thing. This is where a lot of us might find ourselves. Number three, we see someone is weak. We see someone that's weak. Here's what happened, guys. Here's what happened. All right, we have someone that's different that shows up. And she she does something that's different. And I I would be, I'm going to be the first to admit, it's a little different. It's a little weird. I mean, to get down and take her hair and and, and wipe Jesus' feet with that expensive perfume, that's, that's out of the ordinary. It's probably something I wouldn't have done. So, so it, it is different. But then you have somebody that's mean and picks on her and, and criticizes her. And, and listen, he does it in front of everybody. He, he tells everybody what he thinks about that situation. Now watch this. Now watch this. I almost missed something. 
If you look at your notes, and, and guys, I hope you pick up notes and take it home with you. Because at the bottom of your notes, I wrote this. This is why they do that. This is why they do that, okay? They are trying to get attention either from you or others. They're trying to get attention. Say it with me. They're they're trying to get attention. B, they are trying to make themselves feel better. It's not you. You're not the one that's the problem. If someone's picking on you, you're not, you're not the bad one. You're not the weird one. It's them with a problem. They're picking on you because they're trying to make themselves feel better. You see, what happens is they don't feel good about themselves, so they try to put you down to make themselves feel good. That's why they do it. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Watch this. Number three, they are trying to gain control over others. You see, that's what Judas was. Did you, did you see what we read? Judas didn't care about the poor. He said, he said, why was this waste made? We could have sold it and gave it to the poor. He didn't care about it. He was a liar. And you know what else he was? He was a thief. Here's the point. Here's the point. Everybody look at me. Everybody, I'm almost done. A bully tries to hide who they really are. A bully tries to hide his real identity. What you see, what you see is normally not, what not. He's a scared person on the inside. He's a scared person on the inside and they feel like they have to intimidate others so that they won't be afraid. They try to control people. But here's what, here's what we got to guard against. Number three, we see weak people. So here's what, here's what happens. Here's what happens. We got the mean guy picking on the one that's different, who is saying and criticizing the one that's different. And then we have the other disciples, 11 of them, 11 of them, a majority There was a crowd. You know what? You know what? They could have said, what's your problem, man? Leave her alone. So it's, so it's not what you would have done. So what? But you know what? That's not what happened. That's not what happened. You know what happened? You know what the others did? You know what the others did? Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. You know what the others did? When the bully picked on the one that's different, they said, yeah, yeah. They got on the bully side. They teamed up with a bully in criticizing. And you know what? That's what's happening in our schools today. You may tell you, you may tell you why. You may tell you why they, they sided with the bully and not the one that's different. Because they didn't want to be picked on too. They didn't want to be the one ostracized. They didn't want to be the one embarrassed. So maybe, so maybe if I will, I will join the bully in the bully in, I won't get bullied myself. But you know what? It never works that way. It never works that way. You know what I've learned? You know what I've learned? I'm not that old. I'm catching up with brother Melvin, but I'm not there yet. But you know what I've learned? You know what I've learned that that bully, he may act like he's your friend, Because of what he can get out of you. And when he can't get anything out of you, guess who he starts bullying? You. And you know what I've learned about that different person? You know what I've learned? It took me a while to get this, but you know what I learned about that different person? That different person is the best friend you'll ever have. 
That person is different. That person, it's a little awkward. That person that everybody else kind of shies away from. If you will befriend that person, that person will defend you to the death. They won't leave you. They won't care because they know how it feels to be picked on. They know how it feels to be ostracized. They, they know how it feels to be ignored. And if you will stand up for the one that's different, you will have a friend for life. But see, they're weak. These disciples, look at me, that's all right. Don't don't worry about that tone. It's okay. Those disciples were weak. And you know what? You know know what researchers call those disciples? You know what they call those disciples? Reinforcers. Say that with me. Say it again. Say it again. So, So when other people join in or... Don't tell the bully to stop. All they're doing is reinforcing the behavior of the bully. They're just helping the bully be a bigger bully. And I know, I know guys, I'm telling you, I was a runt growing up. I know it's hard to believe now. God has a sense of humor. When I was a kid and I wanted to be big, I was tiny. When I'm older and want to be small, I'm not. But when I was your age, I was a little old tiny thing. In Pop Warner football, guys in Pop Warner football, we have to weigh in to see what, what division you're in. And, and, and the first year I weighed in, I was, I was 85 pounds. And the second year I weighed in, I was 85 pounds and a quarter. I gained a quarter of a pound. Guess what my new nickname was? Quarter pounder with cheese. I'm still bitter about it. That's why I'm preaching today. I was little. I know what it feels like to be picked on. But I found out this, guys. If, if we always side with the bully because we hope if we will be on his side that he won't pick on us, it never turns out that way. All we do is reinforce the behavior of the bully. All we do is reinforce his actions. And and this is what happened. That's what happened. He said, what are you doing? And he starts picking on this person that's a little different and and criticizing this person. And, And so all the rest of them, they said, yeah, that's right. Why did you? And they started bullying her too. You know why they did that? Look at me, everybody. Look at me, everybody. Everybody look at me. Look at me in my eyeballs. Because they were weak. They were weak. But then last of all, number four. What was number one? Let's review. Let's review. Number one, in this story, we find someone that's different. Number two, we find someone that's mean. Number three, we find someone that's weak. Let's not be weak. Let's not be weak. Number four, we find someone that's strong. We find someone that's strong. You know who that is? Somebody tell me who that is. Who you think that is? Say it again. Jesus. Watch what Jesus does. He sees what's going on. How many disciples were there? How many disciples were there? Eleven, right? So it's one, one mean devil influenced bully 
And 11, 11 who were reinforcing that behavior. And all it took was one. You know what he did? Watch this. Watch this. Jesus sees what's going on. He sees the behavior. He sees what's happening. He sees the bully picking on the one that's different. He sees all the rest of the weak ones joining in instead of defending. And this is what he says. Stop. Leave her. Come on, say it with me. Say it again. Say it again. All right, let's, let's all, you ready? You ready? Let's, let's practice this word. Let's practice this word. Stop. Come on. You know what? That's not hard, is it? That's not hard. Now, we all want to do it when we're being bullied. Right? Stop. And you've probably said that. But here's what I need you to do. I need you to say that when someone else is being bullied. I need you to come alongside the one that's different. I need you to come alongside the one that stands out, the one that's just a little different, the one that may look a little different. And you know who they are? You know who right now, right now in your mind, in your mind, you're thinking about this person at school who may not have as much money as your parents, who, who may not dress as nice as, as what you might think, or maybe they're from a different culture. Maybe they're from a different country and everybody's shunning them. I need you to step up and be their friend. I need you when they are being picked on to say, y'all are a little slow guys. When they're being picked on, I need you to stand up and say, stop, stop. Because if you will help someone else, someone else will help you. Now watch this. Watch this. That's not all he did. That's not all he did. That's not all he did. You know what else he did? He said something positive. He said, let me tell you about this woman right here. Let me tell you about this woman. She's done a good thing. Even though it's different, even though it's a little weird to some of you guys, she's done a good thing. And matter of fact, not only has she done a good thing, from now on, every time this gospel is preached, they're going to talk about what this woman did. So he did two things. He said, stop. And he said something positive. All right, y'all, y'all, let's review. He said, stop. And then he said, Everybody say it. Number one. You ready? He said, Stop. everybody say that again. He said, Stop. and then he said something, positive. something positive, something positive. And you know what happened? Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. You know what happened? The bullying stopped. Stopped. Now watch this. Now watch this. All it takes is one of you guys. To stand up and say, stop, stop, say something positive, befriend, watch this now, this person at school that's different, this person that may be real, real short or real, real tall, or maybe they don't have everything everybody else has, their clothes is, if several of you guys will start hanging out with them. If several of you guys will say, hey, he's pretty cool. 
the bully will have no ammunition. Look at me, everybody. Look at me, everybody. I know you're scared. I know you're scared. But be strong. Now, next week, if you're here, if you're here and being bullied, I'm going to tell you what we can do about it. But today, I want to make sure that there ain't no bullies in here. Don't be a bully. Two things I don't want you to be. I don't want you to be a mean bully like Judas. Because all you'll be doing is following Satan's influence. Number two, I don't want you to be a weak disciple who joins in with the bully. I want you to be like Jesus. I want you to be like Jesus who sees this person who is different and doesn't care. Don't be afraid of them. If they don't look like you, don't be afraid of them. If they don't talk like you, don't be afraid of them. If if they don't have everything you have, don't be afraid of them. Listen, they could be the best friends you've ever, ever had. And I'm telling you what, they'll be more loyal than that popular clique at school. I guarantee you, be the one that'll stand. And I promise you, I promise you, Jesus will help you. He will strengthen you. You know why? Because Jesus has this thing. Jesus has this thing for weak people. He has this thing. He really cares about seriously, seriously cares about widows. And he cares about orphans. And he cares about the poor. And he cares about the oppressed. And everywhere you see, you know what Jesus said all through the Bible, that if you will stand up for them, if you will support them, then he will bless you. He will bless you. Now, Let's be the strong one. Let's be like Jesus. Let's be what nobody else is willing to be. And you'll get two things out of that. You'll get two things out of that. And I'm almost done. I got two minutes. You ready? Ready? Two things. This is what will happen if you do that. Will that make the bully automatically stop? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. But it will give you two things. One, a friend for life. A friend for life. Two, the favor of a powerful, powerful God. How many of y'all would like God on your side? Now watch this. You know the worst thing about a bully? Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. You know the worst thing about the bully? Is dealing with him alone. But guess what? If you'll be strong like Jesus... You won't have to deal with him alone. You'll have a friend. You'll have a friend. Now, parents, flip the page. Flip the page, parents. I'm going to talk to you just a minute. Quickly, quickly. Flip the page. Parents, know your child. Know your child. I know he's sweet little Johnny at home, but he may not be at school. And don't just take the side of your child when when leadership at the school tries to tell you he's something different at school than he is at home. I know every black bird thinks their bird's the blackest. I get that. 
But when did we stop believing an adult? Hello. Who would ever think that a child would lie? Who ever heard of a teenager lying? (laughs) Three things. Three things, parents. Discuss. Say it with me, parents. I need everybody. Number one, talk to your kid. Talk to your kid. You may tell you why there's there's bullies in school. Because the parents are bullies too. This, This proved it. This past week proved it. This past week proved it. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. I didn't get to watch any of it. What a shame. I was traveling on the highway. Was we not, Willie? We was on the highway. Didn't get to see any of it. Didn't get to see the show. But I'm, I'm looking at Facebook, looking at social media. And you know what I learned by social media? 50 Cent done gained some weight. You know how I knew that? Because there was a bunch of bullies posting memes, making fun of him. Making fun of him. Post after post after post after post after post. And making fun of the lady that was in the deal too. Well, so oh, it was just all in fun. Really? Really? Tell that to them. When the, when the kids make fun of them, we'll just say, oh, that little Johnny was just having a little fun. Well, I guarantee it ain't fun to the one that's struggling with their weight. It ain't one that's a little shorter than the rest of them. It ain't fun to the one that's a little taller than the rest of them. It ain't fun with the one that's got a speech impediment. Oh, it's just Johnny's just a little having it. No, 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 no. It's not fun. We have bully kids because we've got bully adults. And this is what I want to say. Display. Display. Discuss. Talk to little Johnny. Talk to your kids. Let them know it's not fun. Let them know it's not good. Let them know it's bad. And then display the behavior you want to see in them in front of them. And then discipline. Discipline. Do you know, do you know Saban, Nick Saban's last whooping he ever got was because he, the way he talked to a homeless person. Look it up. The way he talked to a homeless person, his dad beat his, is what he said. And you know what he said? I never did that again. Because his dad wanted him to be respectful. His dad wanted him to care about people. His dad wanted him to treat people like he wanted to be treated. And some of y'all need to take your belts off. Discipline. A little discipline never hurt anybody. It's biblical. I'm preaching the Bible. The The Bible says foolishness is bound in the heart of the child, but the rod of correction will drive it far from them. I'm telling you, I've had a lot of foolishness driven from me in my day. I learned to care about people that was different. 
I learned to defend. I tell you what, the worst whooping I ever got is because I took up for somebody and got in a fight over a person. The man was a little slow. His name was Thomas Hamilton. And the guy picked on him. And I picked on him. He's a lot bigger than me. But he knew I was there. <laughs> Let's teach our kids to love people is different. I don't care if my kid's in the in crowd. I want them to sit beside the different one at the lunch table. Yeah. Amen. It starts at home, guys. The teachers can't fix everything. The, 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 the principals can't fix everything. We've taken paddling out of school. The number one bully deterrent in all of the history of mankind, we've taken it out of schools. Administration can't fix everything. Teachers can't fix everything. We've got to start at home. Start, but I, I, it blows my mind. I have talked to several, several teachers who will say their, their parents of these kids will staunchly deny and tell the teacher they're lying and picking on their kids when they, they got documented proof of the behavior of little Johnny. I'll tell you what needs to happen. We need to whoop them. In Jesus' name. Anyway, I'm not sure that was anointed. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I'm almost done. I need to be done. I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling redneck come up in me now. I'm feeling it. <laughs> if your child is struggling, we're going to deal with this more next week. Help your kids understand bullying. What do you mean by help your kids understand bullying? Help your kids understand it's not their fault. They're not the problem the bully is. They're not the one with the issue. The bully is the one with the issue. And we'll talk about that more next week. Keep the lines of communication open. Oh, dear God, that's so important. Please keep communicating. And I'm going to give you some questions to ask every day when they come home from school next week. Keep, keep talking, keep talking, keep talking. Here's a biggie. Encourage kids to do what they love. An activity, a sport, a hobby, something that helps boost confidence. Here, here, here's the thing, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you ahead of time so you won't be wondering what that number one weapon is, guys. The number one weapon against bullies, the number one weapon against bullies is confidence. Confidence. When you're confident, you, you don't care what that bully's saying. You know who you are. You know who you are. And the problem with most people who are really struggling with bullies is they don't have any self-confidence. They don't have any self-esteem. They don't have any confidence in who they are. So when that, that bully starts running his mouth, you think, well, maybe he's right. No, he's not. He's a liar. Just like, just like Judas, he's a liar. One day, one day my uncle, my uncle was, he, 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 him and my Aunt Mona, my Aunt Mona, Belisa Berry, Dole Berry, what, what, does, what does Uncle Jerry always call Aunt Mona? Bride. His bride. Everywhere he goes, he said, it's me and my bride. Well, one day, I come from a redneck church. I come from a redneck church. I know you can't hardly tell. <laughs> but we had old-fashioned ushers. They'd come up and, and, and get, the, get the offering, and they'd stand in front of the communion table, and every single usher had a ring in his pocket right here. And I know y'all don't know what that is. I hope all of them had them skull cans in their pocket. They, I'm talking about red neck. And they were standing on the front porch. 
They're standing on the front porch, and you know how when redneck guys get together, they do a lot of ribbon and picking them. Well, my uncle, my uncle came around the corner, and he was carrying my Aunt Mona's purse. Y'all know what happens. When a man's carrying a purse and walks in the middle of a bunch of rednecks, they start, ooh, it was unmerciful. Oh, that's your color. Oh, Jerry, it just brings out the blue in your eyes. They start picking on him. You know what he did? I was, I was, I was like, oh man. You know what he did? This is what he said. He said, boys, he said, I'm secure in my manhood and walked right on by him. You know what Uncle Jerry was? He was confident. All the things they were saying, he knew it was a lie. Because he knew who he was. He said, I'm secure in my manhood. You know what that taught me that day? The best way to defeat a bully is to be confident. To know who you are. You know what? Next week, I'm going to show you who you are. You're pretty awesome. And the sad thing is, some of you guys don't even know how awesome you really are. Man, I feel it right there. I'm telling you, you, God made you just like you are and everything he does is well and is good. And God made you the way you are. Don't listen to some stinking bully. You're pretty awesome. And please come back next week and I'm going to tell you how awesome you really are.